0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one great page of Talmud each day. And on today's page, Bava 97, we plunge right into monetary matters. Have a listen. The Mishnah teaches, if one robbed another of a coin and it cracked, he pays the value of the coin at the time of the robbery, as he has acquired it due to its change. But if the coin was invalidated, he says, that which is yours is before you. Since this is not a significant change, he has not acquired it. The sages disagree with regard to the explanation of this halacha. Ravuna says, when the Mishnah states that the coin cracked, it means that it actually cracked. When it says that the coin was invalidated, it means that it was invalidated by the government and is therefore unfit for use. Now, when I read the Talmud and I see the word the government. There's only really one person on my mind, our friend and yours, the President Presidentesha Rav himself, straight from the government to the study of history, to mastery of the Talmud. Dr. Tevi Troy, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you, Liel. It is always great to be here to talk about two of my favorite subjects, the government and Gemara.
0: So I'm reading this and I'm seeing, you know, coins invalidated by the government, surely in your past government lives and in your study of American government, there is some story there that could shed some light on what the rabbis mean when they say there's a difference between a coin cracking and a coin being invalidated by the government.
1: Right. So the coin cracking is really that's something you deal with on an individual basis. You go to a store and you might have a tattered $20 bill, the storekeeper can take it or not take it. But the larger question of government support for currency. You may not think it comes up that frequently in our day, but it really has come up a lot in American history. I mean, you think about the bearded presidents of the past, they were constantly dealing with the questions of gold and free silver. These questions about our currency often roiled the economy and our politics in the late 19th and early 20th century. And then Richard Nixon made the bold decision to take the U.S. off the gold standard, which has probably been long-term good for our economy, even if it's allowed us to accrue this massive amount of debt that can lead to huge problems in the future. And then in our own day, things like british prime minister liz truss who was rocked in the early days of her tenure by the rapid devaluation of the british pound and we're also wondering about the value of cryptocurrency will that replace government enabled currencies in the future so this question that Gamar asked about the value of currency is asked from the perspective of individual actors trying to deal with it on a kind of micro level but it's been a significant challenge on a macro level for leaders who try to manage an economy
0: so as we all ask these questions ourselves, as, as you mentioned, you know, crypto, it's something that not just world leaders, but also each one of us needs to contend with as we try to make sense of which monetary standards we support and trust and, and which we do not. Is there some uh, lesson, some teaching from Nixon or any other wise man in American history from which we can learn how to how to approach this question of thinking about currency in a rapidly Evolving economic reality.
1: Yeah, I, I, lo- I love this. And uh, it kind of reminds me of the story of Nixon in the White House. He uh, imposes wage and price controls, which are really a way about limiting the value of currency. And Milton Friedman comes to see him. And Milton Friedman is a great libertarian, also an expert in monetary theory. And George Shultz, who was the secretary of labor at the time, is in the meeting. And Nixon says to Milton Friedman, oh, don't blame George for this whole thing. And Milton Friedman looks at Nixon and says, I don't blame George. I blame you, Mr. President. Ah. And that was the last time that Milton Friedman was invited to the White House until Ronald Reagan came to office years later. So it is good to speak truth to power, but there can also be consequences as well.
0: Tevi Troy, the of Sherab, for your wisdom and for these wonderful anecdotes from American history. Thank you so much, as always, for being our guest.
1: Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here.